Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And Tonight, we have none other than the uh, the conference tournament recaps. We have everything going on between, I mean, look, these Power Five conferences, these uh, these players that are coming out of the middle of nowhere because, Bryce, you know what the key is? It's March. It's March, and, and we're going we're gonna to be able to break down all that's going on in the conference tournaments, what's going to happen. And by the way, I mean, Selection Sunday is, uh, is very soon, Bryce. Uh, yeah, it's incredibly soon here, Caleb. I think, what are we, about a week out now? I think it's about a week. We sure are. Uh, we know, sure we'll are. have a lot of these conference uh, conference tourneys out of the way. And yep. yeah, baby, Christmas is coming, Caleb. Oh, yeah, it is. It is coming. Yeah. And, it's so exciting. And, 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 that's, and that's what everybody wants, you know, when you're talking about college basketball and talking about all that brings to the table. And uh, so we'll, we'll get into it. I mean, you know, normally we have not done a lot of mid-major talk, but I mean, it's March for crying out loud. There's a lot of good basketball. And so we'll do a couple. I mean, some of them aren't really mid-majors. You see teams from these conferences come in all the time but without further ado we'll we'll start off with these games because you know teams have already booked their ticket and we'll start in the Ohio Valley Conference Bryce the tournament was played in Evansville Indiana in my beloved hometown and this is a a tournament that uh you know Belmont has pretty much dominated from you know the last couple of years you know Bryce uh, you big NBA guide you know Dylan Windler uh, was a Belmont yeah. guy, you know, yeah. and really made a, a statement. And yeah, made a statement there, uh, might I have. But, but you know, Vermont, you know, Belmont did not get through uh, to the NCAA tournament. Moorhead State, a very young Moorhead State team, Kenneth Fareed's school comes out and beats Bel- <laughs> Belmont. And, you know, it led to a lot of controversy, Bryce, because, I mean, Moorhead State's a very young team, obviously, but the thing with Belmont is Belmont had a very good record and there's an argument that they can actually get an at-large bid. So, I mean, how do you, this, this has got to just hurt a team like, like Belmont who, you know, you're never, you're never, you know, the schedules aren't going to be that good. It's not going to favor you. Probably the RP, you know, the RPIs, the nets, they're not going to compete with a power five conference or, you know, the bigger conferences out there. So, I mean, how do you see this win for Moorhead state? But then really, you know, Belmont losing is a big deal because that was a, you know, everybody kind of thought they were going to clearly get this thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, Moorhead state, uh, Caleb, I've talked about it on the podcast several times. It's when are you peaking? Right. When, when are, are you, is everything coming together for you in March? Let me, let me tell you something about Moorhead State, Caleb. I did a little, I did a little homework. Look at you, Hacha. <clears throat> Moorhead State has won their last 19 out of 20. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. And, wow. And, well, it gets even better, Caleb. Wow. I love, wow. I love good sports stories. Sure. Guess who that one loss was? In the last 20. Let's go Belmont. It was Belmont indeed. So Caleb, to add to the plot, we have a revenge game in, in the in the OVC championship game, Moorhead yes. State and Belmont. Yes. And get this, the line, the line for the game. Belmont mm-hmm. was favored by six and a half. Six and a half. Right. I, I know that like maybe people oh, listen. I'm like, that's not a lot in a basketball game. No, it really is. It really, it really is. is a lot in a basketball game when you're talking about betting lines. Absolutely. So not, not only did Moorhead state win and obviously cover, they sure. blew out Belmont 86 mm-hmm. to 71. So they got, reve- they get the revenge game They're They tick, they punch their ticket to the, to the big dance. And uh, first time since 2011, uh, where they actually had an upset against Louisville Kind of when Louisville was kind of at their peak, uh, I would I would well maybe not peak, but they were still you know a legitimate program. Yep. Uh, at the time, so uh, but I mean Moorhead State is a team that could make some noise just as much as Belmont could, and Belmont they should get an at large bid. They absolutely should. Um, 
but Johnny Broom from Moorhead State. Johnny Broom, yeah. Yeah, look at that name dropping too, Johnny Caleb. Broom. You no, boy Johnny. did some homework. Yeah, you Johnny, did. Johnny Broom, Broom, that is their guy down low. That's their guy. Le- uh, leading rebounder, leading point scorer. He is their guy. Freshman. And yeah, a freshman. freshman. Yeah, I mean, just incredible numbers. So Moorhead State is peaking. Whoever plays yeah, they in are. the tournament better watch yep. out. If they get a 12 seed, Caleb. Yovisi's done work in the 12 seed. Yes. Right? Yes. 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 Belmont, Belmont, if I can remember correctly, um, even the Windler year was yes. 12 or 13. Yeah, they, they they can do some work there. And, and that's a good observation by you guys, because here's the thing with Moorhead State. I mean, yeah, they come in red hot, but, you know, they're getting this type of production from a freshman. You know, in the championship game, Broom has 27 points and 12 rebounds. You don't <laughs> get that type of production. You don't get that. You don't get that type of production from the majority of players. I don't care what conference in a conference yeah. championship game to get that from your freshman. But wait, Bryce. But wait, Skylar Potter says I went in on the action. The man completely yeah. goes off. He has a heck of a game in the championship. Bowling Green, Kentucky guy, somewhat local, but not really, comes out and just puts on a freaking show. He does the same. He does the same thing. He goes for 22 points and 13 rebounds. A go- I mean, Bryce, when you can have stars like that who say, you know what, I'm going to pick it up, whatever. You know, I'm going to beat a team. Like you said, that's a good point on the betting. You know, they weren't supposed to win this game. I mean, there's no question about that. Bill Mott uh, was a team that a lot of people thought were going to come in and win this. And Moorhead State comes in and beats them by 15. They obviously wanted to make an impact, and and they did. And and to me, that they, they deserve a lot of credit for that. And and you're right, Bryce. When you can win 19 out of 20, I don't care what conference you're in, you're red hot. You know, and if you're a 5 or a 12, you know, if you're looking at some potential 5 seeds out there, you know, I mean, we're always used to the, you know, the 12 five being a very popular upset pick. It's always one of those in the brackets. You sit there, you're like, well, yeah, you know, if it, if the, you know, if that worked out, but like, here's the thing, Florida state is a five seed in the latest bracket. Creighton is a five seed in the latest bracket. Texas tech is a five seed in the latest bracket followed by Colorado. I like Colorado now, technically right now though, right now, as at least at this moment, they do have more head state as a 14. So let's just clarify that for a second. Clarifying them as a 14. So they would be facing, I guess, guess who Lenardi has actually facing them. They would be facing a three seed. They would. The Ar- Arkansas, Arkansas Razorbacks, which Bryce, you've been very low on the Razorbacks. You've been low on the Razorbacks. I think it's a possibility here, Bryce. Might I'll be on brand. Give me more head state. Give me more head state. You've been like, you've been hating on, you've, you've not, hating is a strong word. You've been disliking Arkansas. And, you know, if, if there's a team that could sneak in on 14-3, you might have Broom and Potter going off for you. It's, it's, it's quite possible. And, you know. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't question you for that because I, I know you, I know you too well. Uh, the, the next tournament that happened this weekend, which is interesting because Bryce, the championship is this Sunday, is this coming yeah. Sunday, but they did all of the tournament and then gave their teams a break. So just to clarify, the championship game is VCU against State Bonaventure. State Bonaventure, a team that is really rising up the charts. VCU, a team that's been right on the bubble pretty much. They're like one of the last four in right now, according to Joe Nardi when I last checked. St. Louis was a team on the bubble. They got smacked by, absolutely smacked by State Bonaventure. So that's going to take St. Louis out of the picture. Davidson, meanwhile... You know, loses by 12 points to VCU. Everybody thought Davidson could be a potential, you know, steal better. So, Bryce, you know, as you look at the A-10, St. Bonaventure is obviously no joke. They're they're, they're 15-4. VCU is 19-6. They have pretty, I mean, really good balance there. Bryce, I know you're an NBA guy. Deshaun Highland, 19.4 points a game. I, I, I saw the other day, Kendrick Perkins is saying, you know, look, you know, obviously we're not right now per se, uh, but but maybe in the future, this is a guy you could be talking first round pick. You know, how much did you how much have you looked at him and, and what do you think of, you know, the potential of the A-10 championship? Well, I mean, I, he's definitely going to be a guy I'm going to keep an eye on. I, I'll be honest, I haven't watched a whole lot of this, some of these mid-majors play. So, uh, I mean, this is a name that I've heard. I haven't really looked into. So I'm kind of excited. I'll <laughs> I'll keep an eye on them in the tournament because St. Bonnie's is going to win this game. They're going to win this game. They're going to beat VCU. I don't 
am I like a good the bonnies? Game? Yeah, I do like the bonnies, I, and I like them in a tournament. It's another mid major that they're good. Did, I, yeah, they're they're See, a decent team. Good. They're a decent. <laughs> I, I think uh, yeah, they they have votes to get into the top twenty five. Yeah, they do. They got eleven in the most recent rankings. So, I mean, they're right there. You know, with with some of the best teams in the country, but Caleb, I love mid major draft picks. I love them. I'm sure, you do. Because yeah. I mean, when we look at let's let's take Portland for example, mm-hmm. you draft Damian Lillard from good old Weber State, and mm-hmm. then you take C.J. McCollum from good old Lehigh. Sure. Now we remember C.J. McCollum in that Duke Lehigh game. <laughs> we remember that, don't we? Oh, yeah, baby. We do. yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, that we was do. probably one of the biggest upsets we had seen thus far. You know, this was before sixteen B to one, right? You know, we we saw Mighty Duke, the two seed, lose to Lehigh. My goodness, my bracket was destroyed that season. I bet it was. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to keep an eye on them. I'm excited to watch some of these guys flourish. Here's my thing. Some of of these mid-majors, they're going to have the best player on the floor. And sometimes that's all it takes is you just having the best player on the floor. If, if the rest of your team can get you there, you turn it over to your guy and, and just let him run wild. Here's one thing that I, I – so thing with St. Bonaventure, let's start with them before we get into VCU, Bryce. St. Bonaventure has five guys on double figures right now scoring-wise. But the, the issue that I have with them, Bryce, is they heavily rely on those five guys to play well. There's no depth behind them. I mean, they they have basically two other guys that get double digit minutes, but oh, that's off the bench. And and at the end of the day, like, say a guy gets in foul trouble, Bryce, um, you know that I'm not I'm not a fan of that. I mean, Lofton, you know, kind of shot, you know, he comes into this, you know tournament and into this championship looking pretty good. Kyle Lofton averages 14 mm-hmm. points a game, six assists. He is looking like he could be a really nice piece. You got, uh, you know, some ballers, you know, you got some ballers over there. You got, you know, pieces like Jaron Holmes and, you know, they're, they're not in the A-10. The A-10 is an interesting conference to be Bryce, because, you know, even when you date back to Shaka Smart and VCU, these athletes, the athleticism that these kids have, the defense that these kids are always able to bring, Every time I watch A-10, I'm like, wow, that looks like legit basketball. Like, I mean, I, it's legit basketball, but in the sense of when you compare it to like Big Ten, you know, you can see some of the quality. I just think with the A-10, you know, look, the, I never I never put the snooze button on an A-10. I never do. I wake up if I see an A-10 really, team do really well. It's always a good conference. It's a very underappreciated conference. And, you know, look, I, I, I see this as an opportunity for State Bonaventure to come in if they can get this win and move themselves in a really good position. If they can get themselves into the 8-9 game, say they get the right number one seed, this might be in for some business, though I am a little worried about the depth. BCU, I think, has to win this game. I think that's the I, so in I my opinion they're going to win it. Yeah. Yes. And, and they're going to yeah, win it. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I got VCU winning this over the same price. Really? Bodies. Yeah. Because I, I I'm I'm huge on Highland. He, he comes in going 19.4 points a game. He is just one of those guys that can you know step up for you when it matters. He's really good. And you know the thing with him is I just think he's the best player on the floor. You know, Bryce, I know you were talking about it. You know how sometimes it's an advantage to have the best player on the floor against other teams. Which it is. But at the same time, when you got a guy like Highland who could come in who can take over like that, part of me thinks that that will reward VCU. And at the end of the day, they have more to play for than, say, Bonaventure. Say, Bonaventure, as you just mentioned, was almost voted into the top 25. Underline, they didn't get a huge amount of votes. But you know what I mean? This is a team that could very much come in and play with a lot of chips on their shoulders. And when you have a guy like Highland who can just really take it up to another level when you need it, I'm just saying, Bryce, I think VCU could come in and pull this off. And the other reason that I like VCU is, Bryce, they have had so many guys in double-digit minutes this season. Okay, so you have you have Highland. Give me a second. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys in double-digit minutes. Two guys only playing 16 games, but still, the point stands. You're a deep team. BCU is never deep. Even when your boy Moali Cox was on BCU playing <laughs> basketball, they were never a very deep team. The problem with BCU – now, I will say that the only issue that I do have with them, though, is Highland is – he is their offense. The drop-off between him and then 
you know, the supporting cast that they have is just, it's huge. It's a nine point difference. If you look at points, but at the same time, in terms of quality of talent, it drops off as well. And that would be the only reason that I, you know, could understand or could see the possibility of VCU not taking this, you know, for a nice win or whatever. I just, I don't know. I like what both these teams can do. It wouldn't shock me if a team like St. Bonaventure comes in and wins and just tries to prove it to them. But Bryce, I feel like when you got a team that's in a championship hunt, okay, that's that's right there for a potential title, and you've got a bubble seed, basically, so you could get out if you lose, it's tough to not pick those guys, at least to me, because I yeah. just think the motivation's on another level. And uh, you're going to talk to me about a team that I was wrong on earlier this week in the uh, Michigan State Spartans who were red hot. Uh, so I'll have to hear that a little bit later, too. Uh, yeah, next up uh, is the uh, Missouri Valley Conference. Which the Missouri Valley Conference, you know, a couple of good teams. Loyola Chicago, obviously, you know, I'm sure you've heard of their story and all that stuff. But another team that got a lot of spark or, you know, let's see what happens is Drake. Drake's a very good team. Bryce, I know I texted you off the show. Yeah, I was you're like, hey. very high on Drake. I, well, I just, I respect them because they lost their leading score and they lost another starter and all they've done is keep winning. And that's really hard to do. And they have been able to do that. They have some very good pieces there. You know, Trinell Murphy, I really like him. They're they're not, they're not a bad team. I think they deserve to make the NCAA tournament. I think they deserve to make the NCAA tournament. Teams that are in the bubble, but you know, that are like, give me a break. Give me a break with Duke being on the bubble. Give me a break. Yeah, like that's that's a don't. joke. Obviously, they that's don't want to play this season. Yeah, don't. So 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 right. So you, you need to you need you know Drake. That's when Drake comes into play. Drake's a good solid team. They've got good players and they're winning. They should be rewarded because they they've been very good this season, Bryce. They have been very very tough. And so my question to you is, how do you look at Drake, and then how do you look at Loyola Chicago? Well, Loyola Chicago, I mean, they've worked themselves into the rankings this season so far. Yeah, they, yeah, they have. And Caleb, we're going to get another Sister Jean sighting, baby. <laughs> they're good. They're good. Well, if, if they will allow her, that, that's the only question, right? If they allow her, you know, with COVID. Oh, stuff. that's true. Well, that's true. That's true. Right, we'll get her via Zoom. We'll get her via Zoom. It'll be a good time. You, prob- you probably will get some video, probably. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, they, they've been solid this season. They've been a sneaky team that's that snuck into I the rankings. Really like they, they've moved up to 18 in the rankings so far. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're a good team. 22 and 4. Very good team. Yep. And, I mean, Drake is no slouch either, right? No, I mean, they not. had they had uh, – who, who did they hit that game winner against, Caleb? I, I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Um, in, in the uh, in the semis, yes. Oh, oh crap! I'm losing the name. Oh, I don't remember. But we'll find uh, it. I we'll mean, find it. Give me a second. Yeah. But I mean, Caleb was texting me about this game. Unfortunately, I I, I was into uh, Missouri um, State. Missouri State. That's Missouri it. Sorry. State. That's it. Because like, yes. I thought it was between Indiana State and Missouri State. Yeah. Like, yeah. Missouri yeah. State. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, both these teams deserve to be in. I mean, this is the talk of the town right now, Caleb is a lot of these mid-major conferences have a, have at least two teams that deserve to be in the tournament and not all of them are going to be able to get in, unfortunately. And, and yeah, that does suck. You know, like if the committee is even, I, I don't think they are, but if you were like considering, considering a team like Indiana to get in, that's a joke. Yeah, I agree. That is a joke. That's a joke. And, and That's I don't obviously think they're trying in. to get it money is, grabs and views. Oh, absolutely. And I don't think they're being projected in there, are they, Caleb? I, I didn't No, they're not. The they're, okay, they're I didn't think they're so. Done. I didn't think so. But, uh, I mean, you look at a team like like Oklahoma. Sure. Oklahoma is 14-9. and nine. Does that sound like a tournament team to you? Now, I get it. They're getting the benefit of the doubt for playing in the Big 12. No, no, no. No, no. Don't do that, Caleb. No, no. Oklahoma, 14-9. and nine, That is average average COVID or no COVID that is that is average wow okay 14 wow. and 9 I'm, I'm shocked I thought you would like Oklahoma no no <laughs> no 14 and 9 you're gonna get in the tournament thanks for uh, being you're average. not a boomer you sooner go. you're not no. a boomer sooner no really no shout out buddy healed but no you've been huge on the big 12 though you've been no that's fine not Oklahoma 
Okay. Well, anyway, we'll switch. Well, let, let's keep it. Let's keep it Missouri Valley for a second, please. Look, when it comes when it comes to evaluating these teams, I do think that's a good point, especially with Drake. They're going to be right on the right on the edge of bubble conversations, and there's going to be some bigger names that you see get thrown out there, particularly guys like you know teams like Duke, etc. Loyola Chicago is not a team to sniff at. And Jerry Palm thinking Loyola Chicago is a 12 seed. I just oh, don't even understand go. it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I just don't, I don't even, I don't even understand it. Like you are just hating on the Valley at this point. If you think a top 25 team should be a 12 seed. I mean, a top 25 ranked team is a 12 seed. Yeah. That's like, a bad take. That's a really, it's not a bad take. If it was on your bracketology, like, look, it's one of those things where, you know, this team deserves some credit. Bryce Crutwig is a really, really good player, and his stats are very deceiving. If you if you watch him, you think he does more than the stats, and that's and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm saying that in a good way because he influences the team in many different ways. He's a he's very good creatively. He can pass out a post effectively. The three assists, obviously, you'd like to see more. You know, get up more, but they have a lot of guys who can make cuts and etc. And they don't play Demise Anderson which leads to winning basketball. Look, when I see Loyola Chicago, I, I, I think they could be a very good team. I think if they get the right matchup, you're looking at a, a very long tournament run. And, you know, Drake, obviously with the leading score and, and the situation with him being injured, obviously that sucks. But look, like, I, I think Drake's not bad either. I think Drake could, you know, potentially uh, give somebody, you know, some challenges and present some issues and and could affect them, you know, early in the first round. I don't know. I'm not sleeping on Drake. I like him. And, and Bryce knows I like him. Uh, I just respect the grind that they really have yeah. you know, because so many teams sit there, you know, with their star players out and injured and not very good. Or they sit there and they have or they basically just tank the season, uh, Jalen Johnson and Duke. And then you're not that good. Embarrassing. Come on. I think Drake deserves it. I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to sit there and take off my objective cap to say, Drake, please get into the NCAA tournament because you deserve it because you've had an insane long run with a lot of a lot of issues that can just be very difficult to, to handle. Now, the next thing we're going to get into, Bryce, is we're going to get into more, you know, more of the bigger conferences and what all of that has in store. And Bryce, I want I want to ask you this first, though. Because unfortunately, you know how State Buckeyes played Illinois. Why are we starting with this? And Bryce, let me this tell you something. Bryce, you went out of order, folks. I did because I wanted to you get did it on it. purpose. And the reason why I did it is because the guy that I've had as National Player of the Year came in and took your breakfast, lunch, and dinner when it mattered. That's what he did. He took your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You overhyped the Weight Watch to like nobody's business. And Io gives him the, yeah, I mean, come on, right? He should know better than this. It's a crime to go against Io. It's a crime. Get a room. I've already said I would. I've already said I would. (laughs) Book it. But what what hotel you want to, you want me to book it at the Marriott? Look, I I'm, I'm telling you, I think he's that, I think he's that good. And I've said that for a while and you know, you're sitting here like, Oh, it's going to be competitive. It's going to be competitive. But price, let me ask you this. I was the national player of the year, baby. That's what he is. That's the type of talent. No, he he's is. not. Stop. And he no, comes he's in not. and puts no, in the work. Not. Yes, he does. He put the work on you guys. Oh, this is ridiculous. Come on, he put the work on you this guys. Is ridiculous. It's he not- wasn't even the leading scorer. He wasn't even the leading scorer. Hey, Bryce, what do you remember at the end of the game? What do you remember? I just. What do you remember? I remember, I remember a lot of plays that I Sumu made that you couldn't guard. We didn't. We didn't execute. <laughs> And just to clarify, basically the reason I put this segment on here was, yeah, because they were two pretty good teams. But, you know, you got it, Illinois. We'll actually get to the next part of this because, Bryce, I know this is what you expected, uh, was Baylor came out red hot. And, Bryce, I'm going to let you take the lead on this because you were you're like, hey, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about this. So, Bryce, introduce the segment and go with it where you will. Well, well, first off, Caleb, this is another team that we that both of us agree and absolutely get a room with. Yeah, so I mean, Baylor is hot. They are hot, hot, right? They, Caleb, you called it. They had a little COVID legs in that loss to to, to Kansas. But I hate after doing that, that 
Yeah, I know. I know. I hate calling that. You know, how I feel about Jared Butler. Come on now. I know. Look, that's your, that's I'm, your I'm guy. willing to that's book it at the guy. country inn. I'm willing to book at it. You know, I got, I got, I got Jared at the country inn. I got, I got Iowa at the JW. I, I'm, 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 I'm at this point, I've, I've, I've got, I've got a lot of, I'll probably have guys that I'll sit there and be like, yeah, I just love them. I'll book them at the other hotels. I, I there's a Hampton Inn near, uh, uh, near, uh, Bakersfield house. Oh, uh, I'll go, I'll, I'll go book it at the Hampton, but continue. Oh, continue. <laughs> so a- after that Kansas loss, Baylor is, has rattled off three straight big, big time wins in my opinion, yeah, they, yeah, they, all, all ranked opponents. Okay. They, uh, they were, again, they were on the ropes against West Virginia, Caleb. They went to overtime and overcame the exhaustion and won the game. Big time win. Big time win against a tough West Virginia team. They beat Oklahoma State. You love State. West Virginia. That better I have shut West you Virginia. up on West Virginia. That better have shut you up. Uh, well, that's, no, 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 no. I, I, don't, I, I don't hate that loss for West Virginia. I still think West Virginia is in great shape. But then they beat Oklahoma State and Cade. And then they beat Texas Tech. So three straight wins. But, Caleb, in the Texas Tech game. Oh, my. <clears throat> I'm going to mess up his name again. Maceo Teague. Maceo Teague. Teague. I'm so sorry. Maceo Teague (laughs) hit 10 threes in the game. 10. He was 10 of 12. That is the school record. I believe it's a big 12 record for a single game. I think I could do that against Uh, Steven Athletes. No chance. No chance. No chance. I've seen you shoot. No chance. You're a rim guy. Don't give me that. I've seen you. But 10 of 12, 35 points in total. He was, I think he was 11 of 16 from the field. Couldn't hit a two-pointer to save his life. Shot better from three. If you got the three, you got the three going. It's incredible. Incredible. Well, and, you know, I think when you have a player like that who can get hot pretty quickly, which it's fair to say that he can, you know, they can get hot pretty quickly and, and, you know, they've got, they've got pieces all around, right? Oh yeah. You look at Jared Butler, you look at vital vital. So vital. So good for them. Vital's oh, vital so is very good. Big he's energy like chess, guy. He's a chess piece for them. That's what it comes down right. to. And Flagler's really good. good. Mayor just, has played good minutes lately. Yeah. Oh, they're so deep. Caleb, Caleb. <laughs> I know I, you know my issues. You know, I'm going to put them on the way to the final. Oh, my oh, God. My. <laughs> it's not going to be close. It's not going to be close because, you know, you and I know uh, that uh, and if they the lose, Bears aren't a joke. Come on. Hey, if they lose, though, Caleb, if they, lo- if they don't make it to at least the championship game. Yeah. Is this the most underwhelming team? Like, is no, Scott no, no, Drew no, no, like? No, 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 no. Really? No. no, I, I, no, no. I think they are. Even the year that they they got ousted, that Tarian Prince team got ousted. That was a good team. That was a good team. That was. I, I think this it, team's better. It is better because they have more shot creation. But I just, I think, I think Baylor is a. They're they're gonna be. To be honest, the fact that you even think they're gonna. I, part of me just thinks they're going to go Final Four, Elite Eight. Oh, oh I 100% agree. Level. It's just it, I find it tricky for them to lose early in an 8-9 matchup. I'd be like, no. what am I watching? I, I don't I – don't, I personally think they're going to be right in the thick of it when it's all said and done. I mean, I love the how deep they are. I love the fact that they know their roles. <laughs> I, and they had a good week. I mean, there's no doubt about that. You and I criticized them, rightfully so, but not even really criticism as much as awareness of what's going on. And now they're just starting to get it going. And, you know, this it, it was a good week for them for confidence. They got the Big 12 tournament, obviously. They might, if they come out and win that, what? Is it fair to say they're almost a lock-in number one? They probably like a number three. You have them at yeah. three then? Or yeah. two? Do you have a number two, or do you have a number three? Uh, I'd probably stay with three right now. All right, all right. What about we'll Illinois? We have Illinois. Uh, they're a definite one seed. Okay. All right. We can talk more about Illinois. We can go we more can. in depth. We don't need now, to talk about the other big. The other big thing with uh, with the Big Ten is that Luca Garza, in his senior night, uh, was told by Iowa, "Hey, you're going to get your jersey retired." And uh, Bryce, that that left a uh, interesting take, you know, from you on Garza. You've you've liked Garza. You you where, where do you believe uh, this should have went? Do you believe that Garza should have had the jersey retired? Oh, this is early. This is really early. Like I get, you know, he's been an incredible player for Iowa. I mean, probably one of the best ever in Iowa history, right? He's good. But this just seems so premature. Now, I, I, I like the gesture. 
I appreciate the gesture. Yeah, but you like giving them out like you like giving, you know, candy to babies. You're ridiculous. Why? You're, you're Why? ridiculous. You like giving out Jersey retirements like a baby. Oh. No, you do. You, you're you like this. You're a part of this culture where you want to sit there and just give them, give it to them like your pieces oh, of candy. No. You're like, hey, you no. want to get a trick or treat? Here you go. Here's a piece of no. candy. You want a Laffy Taffy? Here you go. You want sweet tarts? There you go. You want Starburst? There you go. You, oh, yes. You're about you're about Jersey retirements. You're like, you're, you're ridiculous. You're ridiculous with the Jersey retirements. Come on. Whatever, man. Whatever. Well, I just you're ridiculous. That- you're sitting there. You, you give it to them like it's charity. Look, when I when I look at the the Jersey retirements, I don't think it's something that should be happening. Obviously, all the time, it feels like we're just at this point where it's like, oh, hey, this guy's jersey is getting retired. This guy's jersey is getting retired. I mean, I'm not saying Garza may not deserve it, but it's it's very early. By the way, let's finish the season. Let's finish the season before you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's yeah. finish the season at least. Um, at least. Because, I I mean, with the way Wieskamp, I mean, yeah, that's a big factor to this. If Wieskamp is, is out, you know, you could be looking at a team that loses early because Wieskamp is very good. And you and I have, you know, had our fair share of discussions on Wieskamp. But at the same time, I just, I think it's early. There's no reason yeah. to just rush that message. I don't think he needs to have his jersey retired. I think you could give it to him. I don't think he needs it. And... You know, but it's a part of this situation that everybody's in where they feel like everybody's jersey's got to get retired. I mean, it's literally like me just going out and getting a bag of chips. It's just it's it's ridiculous. It, it really is, though. It's ridiculous. We give it yeah, to them like yeah, it's, it's for free. Bit, it's like I bit, get a penny off. It's the premature. Streets. Definitely and, premature. And, and, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Uh, but Price, we do have some tournament previews that are going to happen very, very soon. ACC, Big Ten, Big East, SEC, Pac-12. Bryce, I'm going to flip it on you first. I'm going to flip it on you. We're going to start with the Pac-12. Pac-12 tournament. You talked about Colorado being a team that you really liked. That could sneak in and make some damage. So, Bryce, I want you to take it away with Colorado. Dude, I like Colorado. In fact, I that's I heard you my, do. That's my choice for them to uh to to win. Really? Yes. I love McKinley Wright the uh, I knew I had a feeling. I love the way he plays. He is a good he is a passer, but he is also a scorer. And I, I love that. I, I love that. I mean, Caleb, let's think about these point guards. Or, or these ball distributors that have made noise in the tournament before. Yeah. I mean, let's, I'm not, I'm not saying he is or even compared to, but I mean, let's think about, you know, somebody like John Morant. Sure. Right. Just lit sure. the tournament on fire for a couple games. Yeah. they're. I mean, the rest of the team is, eh, but boy, I don't know, man. There's just something I like McKinley, right? I like him a lot. Give me Colorado in the Pac-12 tournament. Just give him to me. I like Colorado. I think they they can be a very solid team. I like USC, and I like the you know the opportunity that Mobley has to come in and really dominate. Because look, like when you can get this type of play from from Mobley, uh, you know, in the biggest stages, I think that's going to be a big deal for them. Because how many guys, and really how many teams, are going to have a guy as talented as he is? I mean, is that like maybe a couple? I mean, he he is. I mean, he's outstanding. I think they could have a big run. I think UCLA is a tough team. Uh, I like the way that they can play. I, th- I think they could potentially do something. But look, I, I see this as I, I kind of think your Colorado thing is fair. I'm just going to go USC, though. Let's just bet oh, on that's Mobley. That's such a cop-out. Let's that just do Mobley. A, ladies and gentlemen, what Go you're ahead. hearing right now is a cop-out cop out from Caleb Lent. Why is it a cop-out? embarrassing. That's such a cop-out. Why is it a cop-out? I just, I, I don't like Cause it. I believe it. Because I believe in Mobley? What's the cop-out? I, I don't like it. This is a podcast for a reason. Explain it to me. I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know. It just seems like the easy pick. It's not Give me easy. something. Oregon's not bad. Be- Oregon's very good. No, miss. No, okay. Yeah, they're good, but I'm not. I'm not picking them. Well, of course you're not. But that's the number one seed. That's the obvious pick. I'm saying USC's been up and down, and I'm still going for all USC. Right, all right. That's all I'm doing. I'm just. I'm. I'm basically saying. All right, fine. I'm basically saying I like the way they play the last couple of weeks, and I think that Evan Mobley is going to shine in the bigger stages. And I, my guess is number two, yeah, top five type of pick. He could rise into that discussion. Cade Cunningham's pretty much locked up number one, but 
I'll go Mobley at number two, number three. I love Cade Cunningham. Yeah, 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 I know. That's why I'm not letting you talk about it. You're a hater, and you're such a hater. No, I'm not a hater of him. Let's just get to the Big 12 then, because, look, I'm not a hater. All right, fine. Let's get to the Big 12. Of Cade Cunningham. It's ridiculous that you think I am. I'm just not sitting there, you know, going to the fanciest of fancy hotels. I'm not going to the Taj Mahal. You're going to the Taj Mahal with your love for Kate Cunningham. Oh, it's Kate ridiculous. Cunningham is so good. You're, you're, no, you're going to the Taj Mahal. That's what you're doing. It's okay. absurd. Look, Kate Cunningham has been a really great piece for them. But, I mean, they are competing without him. And people are telling me that their teammates aren't good. Obviously, He's got a good team. They're competing against good guys without Kate Cunningham, Bryce. Oh yeah, they yeah, and and honestly, I was shocked. Uh, honestly, you know, you you and Alex, you you and Alex need to shove it because the two of the two oh. of you both said the two of you ridiculous. both said they have no ridiculous. they have no supporting cast, they have no it's teammates ridiculous. around Kate Cunningham. So that's that's ridiculous of you to come in here and say that. Come on. Oh come on. Don't give me that. No, you do. You need to. You, you need to shove it. You, because you've been sitting there acting like they have no teammates and all they've been doing is competing without them. Look, Come they on. played well. They played well. Look, they almost pulled it off against West Virginia. Yeah, they, they, they lost. They lost against your West Virginia. Against your West Virginia Mountaineers. Yeah, against my West Virginia Mountaineers, but they still got the dub nonetheless. Hey, hey, they. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just saying, man. I, they're fine, but Kate, Kate is the centerpiece of that team, and I can't wait. You I, cannot. Caleb, you can't talk I, about Oklahoma State without bringing him up. You fool! Come on. Uh, yes, because he is Oklahoma State. Name me. Uh, name me right now. One person on Oklahoma State that's not Kate Cunningham. Kalee oh Boone, my baby. goodness, Kalee Boone. <laughs> I I like I like Oklahoma State. I like what they can bring uh, to the table, and it's bigger than Kate Cunningham. Well, but are I you will picking say, them to pick the Big Twelve tournament. Are you Are you picking them to win that? No. God, no. I, I got to go with my Baylor Bears. I oh, yeah, me too. We see. We, oh, yeah, Baylor Bears. Baylor Bears, baby, yeah. <laughs> well, Baylor Bears, and then I think West Virginia could make a run because I think it's tricky to face a team like No that. Kansas. Not over them. Yeah, miss me on Kansas. I know they've been, they've been oh, starting to put me. it together. Miss me? You took a miss me from me? Wow. Okay. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a the, big Kansas guy. Now, Bill it, Self is so dirty, it's incredible. Hey, but I, I I do think we need to talk about though. Let, let let's let's dive into it a little bit because Kansas had a moment where it just didn't look good. Everything looked very, it just didn't look good. You know, no, nothing was working out for them. But McCormick has really been the guy that's been taking this major strike for them in a way that I don't think they fully expected. And yes. I think that's led. I think that's led to some really good things for them overall. I'm worried about them not having a go-to guy. <laughs> I think it's important to have. I mean, if you're talking about West Virginia, I got Culver and McBride. Um, <laughs> when you're talking about Baylor, I got Butler. You know, I got even McClung. I would take uh, McClung as a go-to guy, even though I think he's a one-man show. I just think it's one of those. It's it's one of those things where Kansas, Kansas to me, I'm just worried about a guy really just being clutch. Marcus Garrett's supposed to be a whole lot better than what he is. That's a very fair statement that I can even make. He was projected to be way better than what he is. All he's averaging is 10 and four, 10 points, four rebounds, three assists. I expected a lot more from Jalen Wilson is already better than him. Well, and normally you don't see that. You don't see that so early on. I just, I don't know. Kansas worries me, you know, and they've, they've always had their tendency to not be their best selves in the tournament. And it would not shock me if they aren't their best selves when it matters. So that leads me into the next conference, the SEC, which Bryce, uh, I know you're not huge on Bama. I know that for a fact. I know you're not huge on Arkansas, but I am curious. Do you have a potential sleeper team in the SEC that could make a nice little run here? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, Dude, you put me right on the spot for that I one. so did. I so did. Oh, wow. Um, If I had... <laughs> Probably have to be thinking of thinking of thinking. It would probably have to be Missouri. I think I I think it would have to be Missouri. That's just me. Um, give me the Gators. Give me the Gators. I like the yeah, Gators. Yeah, they've been sneaky too. The I, I like the, I like the they're, Gators. They're sliding a little bit though. They're sliding a little big. I know, but they got the shot creation that I like. They got the guard duo. Yeah, that's, they, yeah. You know, like when you get hot, you get hot, you know. And not it's giving so... Tom Crean a chance. 
I'm not giving. I'm not giving. I'm not giving Tom Queen. I'm never. I'm not. Come on, come on. Tom Queen or Tom Queen. Tom Queen was good for IU. Queen or Queen. Good for them. He was good for IU. He was good for he Queen. Was, he was he was good for he was good for IU, especially by the Narchi. But that's that's a different conversation. Look, I. I see, I see, you know, a team in Florida with Trey Mann, Scotty Lewis, some good pieces there. I like, I like teams that can put the ball in the hole when it matters. I think the Gators can do that. They're the five seed heading into this tournament. I like Mike White. I think Mike White's a really good coach. I think he got a lot of slack for not being up to the level that everybody thought they were going to be. You know, but they did lose them hard. That's a big deal. And uh, yeah, if the Gators, it wouldn't shock me if the Gators come in and make a little run here. But I know the SEC, in my opinion, you know, everybody's talking about what if Kentucky comes in, makes a little splash, gets the gets the big dance. Oh, disgusting! Do there, but I I can't see it. I can't see it, Bryce. Can you see Kentucky making a little splurge here? Disgusting! No, they have a losing record, and I'm and I love every bit of it, Caleb. This makes me so happy inside. All right, this makes me so happy. Nine and and fifteen. Ugh, disgusting. And then I got and then I got a question for you regarding the Big East as we move forward to that. Are you buy or buying or selling on the trend that UConn is going to win the Big East? Uh, so here's my thing on UConn, right? We've seen it happen before. Sure. Right. Hmm. I like Dan Hurley. I love the Hurley brothers as coaches. I just do. I, th- I think they understand basketball and they really get their guys to play for them. Sure. I'm going to say no. I'm going to go with Creighton to win this tournament. Okay. Even with the situation coaching wise, because that's a tough situation to get through. Well, yes. So I think, so I think I saw today that, that coach McDermott is off suspension. He is back with the team. Uh, I, I do believe the team has accepted his apology based on his comments. Um, I think I think and and let me speak to that for a second. Yeah, go ahead. I think I think Coach McDermott in the school. I th- I think this is the way you handle something like that. You know, Coach McDermott obviously extended his, his letter of resignation uh, based on the comments that he made, and obviously it was rejected. He was put on a small suspension. Um, now we haven't. I, I haven't heard much from the players. Now I'm sure there's stuff out there. Zangarowski has said some stuff defending the coach. Okay, yeah, and, and I and I think I truly think uh, Coach McDermott's a good guy. You know, obviously, you know we've seen uh, we've seen Doug McDermott plays for Pacers or for Pacers here. You know, he's he's a good guy. Um, now I I, th- I think this was handled well. I, I don't think that there was any malicious intent anywhere inside of that. No, I don't. Uh, inside of this situation, which I think is the reason why thing, things are – this is kind of being swept under the rug a little bit. Like, it caused attention, but they're yeah, not hammering the guy. So, I, I think they're going to get past this. I think it will make them stronger as a team um, and, and hopefully make a make a run in the tournament. But I'm not buying Villanova in the Big East. The the Con, the uh, Connor Gillespie – or not Connor uh, – is that Gorowski? No, 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 no. Uh, Gillespie injury. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. To, to, to Villanova. That go, yeah. That is a massive deal. Massive it is deal a massive for, deal. For Nova. It is a massive deal. I agree. So, and, I, and I don't see Nova as a legitimate threat in the, in the Big East tournament or even in the tournament in general anymore. I'll just be honest with you. Well, and, and, you know, just to clarify what you said about McDermott, I mean, Zagorowski, you know, on Saturday said it's a real sensitive topic. A lot of guys in that locker room were hurting from it, and I was hurting from what he said. But at the same time, you know, Coach Mack, he's been a huge mentor. I know you would take a bullet for me, and everybody in that locker room, including the coaching staff, I just want to make that point across to whoever's watching. And, you know, I think, Bryce, I that's think that was a very deal. good – I think that's a very good point that you made with the fact that he did it so early. Like, he did not waste time. Like he was like, crap, I need to, I need to do this. Like, this is not right. I need to do this. I don't know how many guys, I don't know how many coaches would do that, which is really sad. I no, think they or, would have to take a fire. People would do that. I think, I think it would take a fire. I think most people would not even say anything. And he was like, I want to be proactive. And I think, I think I agree with you. I think Creighton did it the right way. It seems like players were hurt, obviously, and have, right to be i'm just saying you know with when it comes to the coaching and, and how that was handled i personally think you know 
move forward. They're going to move forward with this. He's going to come back. Mm-hmm. I think you could see a very, a team really fired up to play for each other. That's what I think will happen. I think you're going to get the best out of McDermott. You get the best out of guys like Zagorowski. You're going to be a really good threat. I agree with you. Give me Creighton a big East. Mm-hmm. Big 10. It's a loaded, it's a loaded, loaded, loaded tourney. It's a loaded tourney, Bryce. Ooh, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts here because we got, you know, powerhouses. You know, we got, we got powerhouses everywhere. I honestly, Caleb, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win this. I think it's, I think it's up for grabs because the big 10 is just that deep and talented. I got a team. I I have Illinois written down. Okay. I have them written down, but the more I think about it, it's just, I'm just not, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win it. You're betting against Iowa again. <laughs> Iowa, no Io, Io. You're betting oh, on Io. You're betting against Io again. You know, at this point, I just hope Illinois loses. Uh. Please shut up. I don't want to listen to you anymore. I, I look. I'll, I'll just here's what I'll say. I think. I think. I do think Ohio State could be a legit threat. I yeah. think they're. I mean, obviously, they're a top level team, but. The experience that they have, I think, could really help them. I think there's a lot more to play. I'm not saying Illinois doesn't have a lot to play for seeding-wise. They do. I just think Ohio State has a real big opportunity to come in and, and right some wrongs. Um, I Give me the Buckeyes. Give me the Buckeyes. Really? I'll, I'll take the Buckeyes. Yeah, I'll take the Buckeyes. I'm, Are you just saying this? Are you messing with me? No. No, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Ohio State. I'm gonna go with Ohio State. I think they'll figure it out. I like Holtman, and uh, I'm just gonna mix it up. Now, another team I think that can actually compete, Purdue. I think is playing really well. I think oh. Purdue can do something. I, you, you are weird on Purdue for some odd Dude, I'm just, just. I don't know, man. Like, I just, I just hate that Matt Painter does this every freaking year. He's like him yeah. and Tom Izzo do this every freaking year. Hey, and don't, don't think you're, you're clear at Michigan State, buddy. Don't you think that you're clear in Michigan State? Because they always seem to they'll be they'll be average, distinctly average all season long. And then all of a sudden, yeah. as okay, soon but as, you got to give credit right. to some players though. Because Aaron Henry's playing like an all Big Ten guy. Aaron, Henry, Aaron Henry, three one seven. Yeah, from the three one seven. Actually, my fiance went to school with Aaron Henry. Did they really? Junior oh. high. Yeah. Ben oh. Davis. Yes. And you know what she told me? She's like, she was, she was probably embarrassed of you. She was embarrassed of your basketball skills in middle school when she knew her. I didn't go to she... Ben Davis. I didn't, go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know her then. But listen, she, this is what she told me. This is what she told me. She says, man, we always used to make fun of him because all he would do is just play basketball all day long. And, and she was like, she was watching him, right? We we're watching a Michigan state game. She was like, you see that little hop he does? I was like, when he dribbles, I was like, yeah, I never noticed it. But yeah, she's like, he's always done that. I was like, Abby with the film study, man. Look Abby at that. with the film study. <laughs> oh, she's seen him. She's seen, she's seen his growth. That's what it is. Uh, seen the just, growth. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. She's like, I can't believe I'm watching him on TV right now. We used to make fun of, do nothing but make fun of him. I just thought it was really funny. Well, just funny. That's yeah, interesting. They're on That's a roll, man. Yeah, they are good. And they they, they split with Michigan. Split with Michigan. The hot Michigan. Michigan's kind of slipping, Caleb. Yeah, Michigan, Michigan is, slipping. is slipping. They are slipping. They, they are Outside of Dickinson, what do you have? What do you have for offense? I don't know. Jawan Howard designing a play for the win. Hey, look, John. Hey, you know what? I I'm honestly. I don't can trust Jawan Howard at the NCAA. I, I don't know. I don't look, 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 look. I think this is different circumstances. You, look, you're not going to hear me do this often, Caleb. No, of course we're not. <laughs> but Jawan Howard has been a very good coach this season. Yeah, he has. He has. He has. Been. Yeah. Now, if they could only just get their football coach to match that intensity, something might go well. Harbaugh, you suck. I won't let you pass on that. I'm so happy now you the, signed an extension. Now the ACC, now the ACC, now the ACC is interesting because Florida State is obviously on a little skid, and uh, UVA moved over top, getting the number disgusting. one. And you and I have both had our fair share with UVA this season. We've Sam been Hauser, basically baby. selling their stock. We've been selling their stock. Is basically what we've been doing. I'm, I'm still and, selling. 
You're still selling. I I would still sell because I still think Florida State's the best team in the ACC. And no, I, I still do think too. they're going to win it. I'm so, picking them. Do, yeah, I, I still I still lay it because you know you and I have talked about it. It's this collection of talent. They've got experience. Here's another team though that's going to shock you. You ready for this? Okay. Give me Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, See, making a, you know Georgia Tech making a big little a big run. A friend of mine said, "Hey, watch out for Georgia Tech." I am, and they mm. are doing it. Give me Georgia mm. Tech. Mm. You don't have to like them. I'm saying mm. I like them for the ACC tournament. Mm. I like them. All right. I like All right. Them. No reason I can't like them. All right. All right. No reason. No reason. Whatever. No reason. No reason. But anyhow, uh, Bryce, I do want to get into a couple of things. Obviously, you know, everybody looks for Cinderella's or teams that are kind of like not no, not not as well known. Right. Teams that are um, just kind of on the outside They're They're not getting as much exposure. Right. And that leads me to talking about a couple of teams and, and asking you about that as well. Bryce, you know, San Diego State. Is a team that you and I haven't talked about very much. 19th in the country, Mountain West. Very good team. Really, really good team. Uh, Bryce, they, they lost, they, they, they had a very good team at one point. Malachi Flynn as well was there, and, and they had a really nice squad, but they've been able to get the production. And this is a really balanced, really balanced San Diego State team. Yeah, San Diego State always seems to be around tourney time too, right? They kind of just yep. fly under the radar and, you know, I can't they, believe they Mitchell's might... still there. I can't believe Matt Mitchell's yeah, still there. <laughs> I know. I know. Feels like it's been a while, so. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, and, and you never know what you're going to get from them in the tournament, to be honest with you. Right, no, you they could they could really shock some teams, but then they just kind of fall flat some some years. Well, you know? yeah. So it's kind of a wild yeah. card for me. It is a wild card. I mean, they've they've been playing pretty well, and and I like some of their talent that they have. It just begs to you know, for me, it just begs to wonder, you know, how are they going to keep this up? And uh, you know, because the Mountain West has got some teams. Boise State, Colorado State, both trying to make some pushes. So that'll be fun to watch. You and I discussed some teams already doing the Missouri Valley and stuff like that. Uh, Wichita State has been a, a very cool, you know, situation. They've been, you know, kind of overperforming. That's been fun. Well, to after watch. after Greg Marshall had his little thing, you know, really overcoming that adversity. In fact, I believe they removed the interim tag from their coach that took they over. Yeah, which is, that's a big deal, man. It is a big deal. Um, you know, Bryce, another team you and I haven't talked about, but it's in a bigger conference. Uh, Rutgers uh, has been hot and cold, uh, but they've got some players uh, that could that could succeed from being in those bigger stages. That's something to look for. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of teams out there. Obviously, this is a year where it's going to be a lot of pickums. You know, it's like yeah, because everybody and there's only a couple teams that are really dominant. Yeah, and you have to adjust to that. And I think that's all that these teams are going to be able to do. They're just going to play one game at a time. All of it, it's going to be in one area. I think that's going to help. Um, and, and that's just going to lead to a fun, a fun tournament and a fun little week of basketball. So Bryce, that'll be a wrap on the Linsanity podcast and, uh, please keep checking out our episodes. We'll be, uh, adding in Alex Burr for the NCAA tournament coverage. Alex and I will, uh, will both be able to give in some insight. That'll be cool. Uh, we'll be able to have, you know, some different guests as we transition out at the NCAA, uh, you know, tournament when that ends, uh, please check that out. Bryce has the battleground. Uh, that comes out uh, where he gets ran over by J.D. Hall. Please check that out. Uh, we also have uh, plenty of content from the Circle City Cinema. Uh, I was on hey. talking about coming to America. Hey, man, that and was I'm a not good confirm, And I'm not going to confirm door to die that I took a shot at the Dillo Gallinari for Alex Burr. So please check that out. I took a shot. I took a shot at Gallinari. In the took shots at me, too. Like, yeah, because, well, it, well yeah, I, I, that's a tradition. That's tradition. 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 Without further ado, uh, thanks for listening to the Insane Podcast.